How many special people change? How many lives living strange? Where you while we were getting high? Slowly walking down the hall, faster than a cannonball. Where were you while we were getting high? Someday you will find me caught beneath the landslide. In a champagne supernova in the sky. Someday you will find me caught beneath the landslide. In a champagne supernova, a champagne supernova in the sky. Adele, you're the first one to convince me to help you sing. <laughs> But then you brought up a great track. I haven't heard Oasis in a while, man. It's been forever. Ah, this is going to be a good show. What are we going to talk about today, Adele? Talk about workwear. Workwear. We're we're in the basically we're on workwear planet here. Like I'm I'm surrounded by how many pieces of workwear right now? Do you know off the top of your head? <laughs> no. Thousands. Thousands. It's over thousands. Tens for of sure. thousands. Oh yeah. It's insane. Inventory I have is unlimited. Which is is what it should be. Yeah, I stock th- every brand under the sun. I have all sizes, all colors, everything you can imagine in one stop. So this is a show. We're going to talk seriously. Yeah. We-, we might have a few jokes here and there. Sure. About workwear and how important workwear is for the tradesperson out there. Man or woman, commercial, resi, industrial, you basically cater to all of them. I do. You have basically, I mean, I don't know how many square feet is in the store here. I'm in one of your stores. You've got two of them? I've got three. you got three stores. Hopefully, wink, wink. One day. One day, we'll see something. Yeah. Let me get the creds out. i got to get the creds out. So I'm speaking with Adele. You're the original owner from, you started it, right? My, no, par- my parents y- your started Your parents started it, exactly. And then you took it over, right? It's work and wear. So it's it's the letter N, not the word N. The website is workandwear.ca. The email is admit at workwear.ca. And then Facebook, it's work and wear. And then on Instagram, it's work and wear at 1975. You got it. 1975, because that's when it started? Yes, sir. That long ago, huh? My parents started with a small store on the Danforth. That's where it all began? Woodbite and Danforth, yeah. I was four years old and I wasn't even in this country. It's crazy, eh? <laughs> uh, The phone number again, uh, sorry, the phone number is 905-940-WORK. And work is translated 9675. You got it. All right, so that's all the creds. That's everything out there. And let's talk workwear. Where do you want to begin, man? You want to begin with the, the customer that comes in here, the kind of customer that comes in here, what they're looking for, what have you seen change, or too many questions. Um, Let's start with change. Let's start with history. 1975 workwear okay. to today. Workwear was a lot easier back then. It was a simpler time, and we had very basic clothing. We had uh, Carhartt. We had Tough Duck. We had Dickies. This, these were the three top brands. There wasn't Basic, that many brands back then. No, basically it was good, better, best. That's all it was? Yeah. So Carhartt, Tough Duck, and Dickies. Dickies, yes. Is that good, better, best? That's basically it. Or is it best, better, good? Good, better, best. <laughs> good, better, no, best was Carhartt. That's what yeah, I'm trying to figure yeah, out. Yeah. So you said Carhartt first, Tough Duck second, Dickies, Dickies third. Dickies, uh, and so that was only three brands back then, back, back in, in the, the 70s. Back in the day, that's what it was. And it was just pretty straightforward. There was nothing. All it was is, was it just reinforced knees, reinforced? Basically, yeah. And it was a 
navy work pant that everybody and their mother bought and the, the kid who was 20 years old to six year old father that's what they were that's it that's it when you needed a new pair you go there and the mm -hmm. only reason you bought a new pair is because the pair that you're currently wearing wore out that's it they would never just cut the legs off and make them into shorts no you would uh, never see any daisy workwear no. on the job site no, no, <laughs> back no, in the no. 70s no man no it was a lot of coveralls used to sell even work boots uh, there was only terra kodiak there wasn't timberland those days kodiak terra that was it tell me the truth adele were coveralls designed for guys that just refused picking up their pants all the time and wearing a mm. belt and they just got tired of the plumber butt kind of jokes is that the idea basically yeah. because it prevented all that and every brand carries coveralls and overalls nowadays yeah even then even, even then, then yeah, yeah. Because they see the value for the tradesperson wearing it. Yeah. So the longest lasting overall was Carhartt. Why? What was the reason? It's the strongest canvas. Okay. The best winter overall is still Tough Duck. The insulated stuff? Insulated, yeah. Okay. Insulated overalls, Tough Duck is number one on the list. That's where everybody's going to? That's what we push to. And is it because... They're just, they keep you warm and they're durable and they'll last. It's waterproof on the knee, waterproof on the behind, all triple stitched. It's heavy canvas. They're from Winnipeg. They know what they're doing. One of the coldest parts when yeah. it comes to winter in Canada. Family run business. Is it still? Yeah. I didn't know that. It's, I think it's now fourth generation. The owner will call me of Tough Duck and ask me how I'm doing. Nobody does that. That says a lot about the company. Exactly. I love it. So back in the 70s, why did your parents choose to go into this business? My father was a plumber by trade, and he was working at a plumbing mart. He realized there was a need for workwear. They opened a small little store on the Danforth. My mom stayed at the store, and my father would do flea markets and shows and agricultural shows, farm shows. That's what we did on the weekends. Because farmers needed this yes. kind of clothing. Because they were doing, I mean, farmers basically are also tradespeople. Exactly. They do pretty much the same amount of work, same hours, same everything, the same elements. Those days, there was no Walmart open. There was no specialty. There was no Sunday shopping. It was right? a different time. That's where they made money those days. Life was different then. Now I don't know anybody who goes to a flea market, right? <laughs> it's tough to find, I guess. But I mean, I guess these guys would go to flea markets because the significant others were going there for other reasons and they're like hey look there's some work we're here i'll give it a try and then it works out really well no, they build uh they build a nice little business that's how they grew i want to talk specifically i love mom and pop shops first of all we met years ago yeah and i think we connected because of the mom and pop mentality that you have that you look at customers all the same way. It doesn't matter if it's some big wig that comes in here, if it's like doesn't the, the top foreman from the biggest construction company out there, or if it's just John Smith starting out. You know, we'll treat the, you the same. Yeah, way. you guys are treated. That's what I love about it. Is just, I don't see any difference in treatment. And then I don't care how much money you have. I don't care what you do. You need something from me. I'll help you out. And you ask them when they come in. It's not about a dollar value. No. It's about a purpose. Well, like, what do you want to achieve? What kind the, of contract are the you? The store has $20 pants to $160 pants. So we don't care how much you're, you want to spend. Buy something. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys... Okay, I, I want you to tell everybody, 
Cause this is, I, I'm in awe. Like we're in between the aisles right now, right? Mm. So we're, we're, I've got, there's workwear everywhere around us. How many brands you got going on in here? Like I, I do you know offhand? No, I don't know. You want to name off a bunch of them? I can. I have Carhartt, obviously, Tough Duck, Black Ladder, Snickers, Timberland, mm, Viking. Viking. It's hard. Big it's almost Bill. Big. Okay. Big Bill's big in work pants, work shirts. Dickies. Did Dickies. I say that already? Yeah. You, no, I haven't said that a year on this. But what uh, else? You bad got? workwear. Yeah, bad as well. Yeah. Work King. I don't even know who they Pioneer. are. Pioneer. Don't even know what that is. Okay. Force field. Holy cow. Maybe so, there's some more in here too. And then the work boots are crazy too. So you got pretty much every single work boot out there. Yes. You got which ones out there? Obviously you got the Timberlands, you've got got the Timberlands, the Royers, the Terras, the Kodiak, the Grizz Sport, uh, Wolverine, Keen, all the every single brand. Is it Baffin? Baffin. No. Baffin, yeah. yeah, okay. So I've been I've been seeing a lot of guys, a lot of concrete guys using Baffin, the insulated ones. That uh, rubber boot, the green rubber boot. Yeah, yeah. That's by far the best rubber boot you can It's a buy. game changer. The best boot. Like, okay, I guess the other question I want to ask you is like, how often do you see the tradespeople coming in here? Are they purposely coming in here because the clothing is wearing out or are they coming in here because they might need a second, third, fourth backup? You see both. You see There's, both coming in yeah, here. The guy who wants to get prepared and the other guy who boots just fell apart. And that's it, and just come in there. Their boots are talking, and they (laughs) and they need a pair. We've all been there, man. We've had those boots. Sometimes they come apart, and all of a sudden you're like, "Why is there water? Why do I feel water on my toes?" Or a guy comes with a ripped, uh, ripped pair of pants and the crotch, and he needs a pair of pants. So, I mean, you've been in this business for a long time. You've seen the evolution of all these workwear. Is it worth spending that extra money? for the ones that are in the higher price point, the 150 to $200? Because I know that we're getting into the Snickers and the Black Ladder price point, but then you get into the other pairs that are not as high as that. Definitely you see it with the, with the different age groups. The uh, younger? The younger guys are spending more money. Actually, the guy who's under 50, 45, I would say, he doesn't mind spending money. He can justify that expense. Yeah. The young guys... They want the slimmer fit pant. They want the cordura. They want all the stretch. It wasn't like that before. And now there's so many options. The guys are going nuts when they come in here. They can't figure it out. Which one's which? Like, what do you want to use? Yeah, they just don't know. Like, these days, I, I got familiar with Snickers, obviously, six or seven, maybe even eight years ago. Yeah. They weren't selling here yet. No. Black Ladder was in town. But I was on a trip to Ireland, and I ended up buying six pairs of one of the originals that they had with the holsters. Mm-hmm. And then I brought those back. I worked those. And then all of a sudden, Snickers came into town. And now my favorites are, what is it, the 60, 6041? 6241. 6241, yeah. That's our best-selling pant right now. Because they are breathable on the back of the knees. They're flexible on certain areas around the crotch area. and Lots also of stretch. A yeah. lot of stretch. And then also still the, the protection from the knee pads, protection on the back. They fit. They just fit right. They fit right. Yeah. And then once you find your number and you figure out what your waist is, your inseam, and you got to be honest, guys. You go online and you, you got to be honest with yourself. Now, the waist is a little smaller than usual because it's your... I always suggest and I always tell people go one size up just in case. Yeah. Right. And then it'll feel perfectly comfortable. One or two sizes. Sometimes two, really? I'm 36 waist. I take 40. 
Really? <laughs> yeah. Because it's that snug? My stomach is getting bigger. <laughs> We're all getting bigger, man. No, and that's what I like about them. And right. the thing is, the only thing, and I'm going to be honest about it, is with the Snickers, the only thing that I've seen wear out is my holster for my utility knife and partially to do with my own doing because sometimes i leave the knife a little bit um yeah sticking out that's all it is and then i put it into the holster and it cuts part of the uh, the material so that's my fault and then the knee pads the knee pads are getting worn out depending on how many days i'm actually you know doing tiling or doing something on the floor and that's why the knee pads start to wear out the, the actual material they not have the pads. three different knee pads eh? yeah no the actual knee pads themselves i started using the mid-grade ones Right, so what are they called? The the uh, yellow ones. Yeah, the yellow ones. The uh, 919110. And then everyone's got to understand, listen, they actually say this in the instructions. I know that we have a hard time reading instructions as tradespeople. Do not wash the pants with, with the, the knee pads, pads in yeah. them. Because what you'll start to do is you'll start to compromise the material of the knee pad inside the hot water or whatever you're doing or the dryer or whatever, right? That's right. So, and I would always wash my workwear in cold water. It'll last longer. Hang dry. Hang dry. Don't even bother with the dryer. Never put your workwear in the dryer. Sometimes I don't have the time. I, I know, but sometimes do I don't have the you time. You want it to last? I do want it to last. I notice that sometimes it shrinks a tiny bit, and if you do put it in the dryer, especially safety clothing. Any safety clothing. Any safety clothing. Washing cold, hang dry. Well, I remember when we first met. You and I were talking about fire-rated stuff. Yeah. And how it has a wash lifetime. And That's I didn't true. know anything about this. That's true. So if you buy, and you guys sell fire-rated safety wear, work wear, and you have to, like, it, there's a count. You have to, so you have to be aware of it. You have to be aware of that count. Otherwise, that whole FR treatment is gone. So basically, you purchase something that's supposed to protect you in a situation if it ever comes up. And if you've been misusing the maintenance of that, you know, washing it incorrectly and not paying attention to it, it's going to fail. It potentially might yeah, fail. When you need it. That's it. It's done. So how many washes are you allowed to get out of it? Do you know offhand? I think they're about 30, 40 washes. That's it. it. Depends on the brand. And never dry them. Never, never dry. So always hang dry. Yeah. And cold water, definitely for those mm -hmm. ones. The Carhartt pants. The BO1 pant is their best pant. And same thing. You got to wash them cold, hang dry. How is it running a family business? Because, I mean, you're working for your parents... Yeah, the pressure's on. You're younger. On. You're sorry. The pressure's on. You're trying to come up with new ideas. You're talking probably to tradespeople, getting some insight from them, asking them, "What do you guys want to see?" And my father, as an immigrant, typical immigrant, <laughs> can't spend any money. We're not allowed, and work seven days a week. Don't stop. That was uh, that was the motto. That was the mindset. Yeah, work, 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 work. I know, but I mean, workwear from the 70s to the 80s to the 90s to the 2000s to now, I think workwear has dramatically changed in the last 10 years. Big time. Even though Snickers and like Black Ladder and all these other brands, they've been around since when? The 60s and 70s. But they haven't come to North America. That's true. Till recently. Black Ladder, yeah, they came first before Snickers, but they haven't changed their styles no. since they've been here. It's still a baggier pant, not fitted, no flex. They have a ripstop one that, that just came out. It's, What's that? It's okay. It's right behind you. That right there? Yeah. What do you mean by ripstop? <clears throat> so it's ripstop material, 
if it gets cut, it doesn't stop ripping. Oh, it's, it got, rip. the, it's got the quilted thing. Yeah. Yeah, Little was, squares yeah, inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember having a conversation with my HVAC guys. So Stott HVAC, mm-hmm. they basically, the entire crew, both crews, or I think it's three crews now, they all outfitted themselves with Snickers. And then one day, it was in the wintertime. They we come were, here. Did they come here? Yeah. And they purchased here. Perfect, man. They told me about the ripstop. So there was jackets. And they're like, see these little squares here? If you actually cut it, it stops at the square. It won't go past that point. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's actually pretty and cool. And Black Ladder has that stretch in it, too, now, on the bo- on the crotch. Really? So they find it because that was my biggest gripe. But it's still a wider fitting pant. It's it's not it's a baggier fitting yeah, pant. Yeah, I know, but I mean, like you mentioned, that some of these guys want to be wearing something that's kind of remembering Lululemon or something like that. You know, they want something a little more form fitting, I guess. And the younger guys do. The younger guys do. But I, I I mean, I have a few of the 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 tighter fitting pants. I like them. Sometimes I feel that they're a little too form fitting. They haven't torn. So I'm impressed by that. Whoever buys stickers is coming back buying another pair. They're not buying another pair because they've torn. No. You haven't seen that. No. But I mean, yet. is it fair to say that you see it in other brands? Yeah, you do see it in other brands. I guess that's where the difference is. You got guys going, I can't justify spending 200 bucks on a pair of punts. There's two types of customer. The guy who knows if he spends money, he's going to get what he pays for. And there's the other guy who doesn't want to spend a dollar. Because it's for work, which I don't understand. We were talking about that off mic, and it made no sense to me because I said there was three things in your life that you should really pay attention to how much you spend and why. So the three things I would say is the workwear that you wear because you're on a job site and you are. You're going to be wearing it eight to ten hours, easily eight to ten hours, if not longer. You got to be comfortable. Second are the boots, your, your footwear. Because you're going to be walking around in eight to ten hours, and the third I was saying is your vehicle. So you got to choose a For very sure. comfortable vehicle because you're going to be driving that vehicle more than mm-hmm. you're going to be driving your personal vehicle or your family vehicle. When you talk about spending two hundred bucks on a pair of pants, or you talk about spending, boots are going for nowadays on average what two three hundred bucks? Yeah, one hundred and fifty to three hundred. Three hundred bucks, right? Mm-hmm. But these are your feet. And you're walking around. And you're wearing it 12 hours a day. You're yeah, in, right? a long, long time, especially in, I mean, this is Canada, so we've got colder months. We've got wetter months. You want to be dry. Guys will come and they'll say, oh, I can't spend any money. It's for work, so you know what? A hundred bucks is good enough. It's for work. What are you talking about, buddy? But you go home and you wear those jeans that you probably spent $400 for maybe, what, two, three hours a night. Exactly. And that's it. Once a week, twice a week, if that. Exactly. So That's I don't understand the, the math. The math doesn't make any sense at that point. That's what they don't understand. They're not they're not thinking, right? Your work wear, your work boots makes you money. If you're not comfortable, if it doesn't work for you, that that you need something comfortable to work all day. That's a thousand percent. It's just it's no different than with tools. The idea that if you're accessories to the tools like the blades and the bits and everything like that and they're wearing out and you're having to work harder it makes no sense because now you're going to have a more unproductive day and a frustrating day and your clothing is the same thing man that's true so why not just spend that extra time and effort to get clothing that works for you instead of against you it's hard to educate some people they still have that mindset of it's just work wear but I mean, workwear has changed dramatically. I guess, I guess 70s and 80s and 90s, and it's been mostly, it was mostly pants. Pants and safety, high vis jackets. You would get a winter jacket, a rain jacket, and a that hoodie. Was it. That was it. Yeah. But nowadays, 
I mean, like with Blackladder and Snickers and other brands, you're getting some nice you're hoodies. You're getting technical stuff. You're getting yeah. moisture wicking. You're getting stretch. It's a big difference. I'm actually using, I mean, I did a blitz maybe about six or seven months ago. I got a few jackets. I yeah. got all kinds of pants. I got shorts. The shorts are amazing from Snickers. That's just me. I, I got the shorts with the holsters, without the holsters. You find me using them when I'm going for a walk. Yeah, when it's, I'm going it's comfortable. To, it's comfortable stuff. That actually, it wicks it, it. That whole thing, it makes a lot of sense, man. Mm -hmm. When you took over, I guess, technically speaking, when you took over the family business, how is that transition from your dad and your mom being kind of conservative? So I took over... How long ago was that? 12 years ago. My father passed away. He Around the same a, time? Or? Yeah, yeah, he wanted... Uh, he passed away 12 years ago. I just got married. He wanted this store at Kingston Road in St. Clair. It was a crappy-looking store. I said, Dad, forget it. It's a shithole. I don't want it. And my mom said it was crap. Anyways, while he was dying, I said, Dad, I'm going to make your dreams come true, and I'm going to take the store. He said, okay, take it six months after I pass away. I said, all right, sure. <laughs> and at that time, my he, job... He was still telling you yeah, what to do. <laughs> at that time... My job was going to all the subdivisions. So I'd have a work and wear truck. I was going to Madame Homes, Arista Homes, Green Park Homes. So you're going directly to trades? Directly to trades. I have my my uh, debit machine in my truck. And I was I had a good business. I was like Adam's Tools, Interline yeah, Hardware, yeah. those guys. So right? you were With coming tools. to us. You were coming to us and just showing. With work wear and work boots and work gloves. That was my gig. Guys would try them on right then and there. That's yeah. the idea. Yeah, yeah. And then they would like it, and I go give me a pair, and, and go then from they'd there. say, "Oh, I don't have any money. I got debit." I said, "Hey, buddy, I take debit, Visa, Mastercard in my truck." It's the future. That's it. <laughs> and they were happy, and I made a every day. I'd be on the job site. What were they wearing when you came up to them? What were they? The majority of tradespeople out there. What were they wearing? Just jeans, track pants. Basically, that's it. Those kinds of things. Yeah. And you, so you not you had two things. You had two problems to solve. You had to convince them to spend a little bit of money and care for the proper workwear. Yeah. And then get them to also understand that jeans and track pants don't do what these do. Yeah. It was uh, working out of my truck wasn't easy. No, I can imagine, man. But I made a good business for myself. I started with a Honda Civic <laughs> two-door. Sorry, a Honda Accent but, you know, two-door. I'll say this much. Richard Branson, Virgin... He started from the back of his mm -hmm. car selling records. That's how he go. got started. My dad was like, oh, you're crazy. You're going to the subdivision. They'll come to the store. Why are you bothering? I do better business on when the you, road than when, my parents. When you went to them. Yes. 100%. The tradespeople don't want to go to the store. That's true. Because either they'll try to do it first thing in the morning or they'll try to do it at the end of the day. But the problem is at the end of the day, they got to get home. They I want to get back into it, to be honest. You know what? I think you would do well if you did. It takes a... Uh, strong person to be on the subdivision doing that kind of gig yeah because you hear a lot of oh no i don't you know it's you you're up against a, a mob mentality where if it's one person then they'll try to convince the other people don't do it don't do it don't do it but i had a really good following amazing when did you stop doing that so right right when my dad passed away i I had to throw in the towel, and I had to take care of the store on the dead fourth. We and then had, built the store. Yeah. From there, you open up this store. That gave me the balls to open this store. Because that store was doing well. So your dad was right. My dad was right. It was doing amazing. Hmm? And you haven't done on-the-job site stuff since? Since, no. 
I think you'd do well if you went back to it, to be honest, Adele. Yeah, I got to. So that's, that's the plan. I mean, you've got the working van outside there. Yeah. So you go right to the job but site. But now it's, life is different. I've got a website. It's a different world with COVID happened. Like people don't want to come to the stores like they used to. So they know what they want. We ship it out. When they don't know what they want, then they ship it back and back and forth. That's annoying. I got to be honest, Adele. I, can't, I'm, I was walking around the store before we got started and I'm, I was thinking the prices should have been a lot higher, but they're not. I know for a fact that anybody in retail or any construction materials for, for that matter have all jumped, skyrocketed, increased for whatever reasons. I'll tell you the reason. What's the reason? So all these major brands, doesn't matter who they are, everything is coming from somewhere else. Right? Somewhere Nothing's, else in a container. No, yeah. So the price of a container before COVID was $5,000 for a 40-foot container, just the freight. Now that same container is 25000 Are you joking me? No, no, I'm serious. 20000 Even higher sometimes. So everything that you... All these brands have raised their prices, and they're going to continue to raise. I don't know how it is in your industry, but everything in... So Everything you, is going up. You're doing the same thing that we are. The, the problem is that all of our material costs have gone up. Mm-hmm. A lot of finishing f- material, like all kinds of, all levels of material. But our rates haven't gone up. So your freight has gone up dramatically fivefold. Mm-hmm. But you haven't fivefold your prices. No, I can't. I you can't, can't because then you wouldn't sell anything. No. I can't see to raise it 30%, 40%. There's just no way. Yeah. My traffic cone supplier said, Adele, our codes are going to go up 25%. We have 1,200 in stock. Can you use any now? Because the next time you buy, it's going to go up 25%. So I bought a shitload of codes last week. Yeah, because the other thing is that you're just not selling working wear. You're selling safety wear as well. Yeah. So you've got from... Hard hats, helmets. And the other challenge is stock. There's also no stock. Just getting stock? Because there's no, like, nobody's making the stock? Or is it? It's not coming quick enough. It's not coming. All these companies are back ordered. The cost of raw materials have gone up too. So these containers are just sitting there too. There's problems at the ports. All the ports are congested. So for the last 12 years, you've been working, you go, you put an order in, you get a container. It arrives in a relatively decent amount of time. Nowadays, it's more of a question of you thinking, is it going to arrive? Like, is that the mentality? That's what's happening. Nobody knows when goods are coming. Last year, I could have had the best year of my life. You were prepared for it. I was, yeah. Marks was closed. Work authority was closed. Me and a few, few of us were open. And we saw a lot of business, but there was no stock. So you couldn't even sell, even if you had the customers. No. And I could have done amazing. Biggest Has it issue. gotten better in the no. last year? It hasn't gotten better. No. They're stocking issues like crazy. So you're, But you're still doing a lot of online sales because people are getting... They're not sure if they can come to the store, but they I can am. come to the store. But they're also... It's a challenge because you can't have every size, every color in stock. Now when I call Carhartt, I'm asking them, what do they have? Tough Duck, what do you have? You're not even placing an order. No. You're just asking them what they have. Exactly. And then how are those stocks? The same thing. You're just surprised that they're missing this and they're yeah. missing that. They give you dates and they say, okay, it's coming in a month. And then that takes another month and another month. 
this is the way it's going on. Is Tough Ducks so Tough Ducks Canadian out Winnipeg? Is it made here or is it made abroad? It used to be made here. Okay, so then they obviously they did what they most corporations yeah. do, right? But I mean, it's the but same some thing. Some stuff is made here. Still made here. Yeah. So how do you deal with that when you get customers coming in going, listen, I really like those pants, that jacket, that whatever, and you don't have any right now. What am I supposed to do? I can uh, take your name and number. Once it comes in, we'll give you a call. So or I buy mean, something else. When when it comes in, from the time it lands, and by the time it gets to you, how much time is that? Every single brand has different dates, but they're never on time. Number one, like I'll give you an example. So I sell my own work, brand of work gloves. So I import those. Usually, it takes a month to come, a month to make. So that's two months. This is before COVID. Yeah. Okay. Now. I just received my shipment. It took five months to get here. Isn't that nuts? Man, aren't you stressing out? Like, how do you run a store? How do you run a business if that's... You'll see a lot of stores go under because of this. The uncertainty there, man. The only reason I'm surviving because I have stock. You basically, you try to fit as much as possible. So, so I pre-book. So all these big guys, you order a year in advance. That's what I'm doing. So I get stock. That's a big commitment if you think about and it. And it's huh? scary because you, you don't know what's going to happen the next year. Oh, wow. Very scary. Like I was saying, you, it's not just workwear that you're carrying. You're also carrying safety, your harnesses, lids, yeah. all kinds of high-vis. you got high-vis like... No, tomorrow. No, exactly. I mean, Pearson would be happy to have yeah. all the high-vis you got. <laughs> it's just insane. Air traffic controlling going on here. Yeah, yeah. No, true. it's it's great. So what else are you carrying like, you're, uh, other than safety or safety stuff? What other safety stuff are you carrying? I do have a little mason section. What do you mean a mason section? So I have Marshalltown, Rose. Well, you're carrying Charles. Craft. Yeah. Okay. Maybe That's the interesting. Last nine years. It's been doing well? Nine, ten years, yeah. You get those trades, people coming in here and they need a, a pair. A lot of bricklayers, a lot of uh, roofers, all that small stuff. I don't, I'm not interested in carrying crazy tools. I don't, I'm not in the tool business. I don't know the tool business. I want to stick to what I know. You know the work and work business. Yeah, that's it. How many employees you got going on here? 13 altogether. For both stores? Yes. That must have been nerve-wracking, adding more stress during the whole COVID days. And I didn't lay anybody off either. Good for you, man. So kept them all busy. Kept them all working. That's great. How do you see the industry itself right now? Where where do you think the industry is going right now? I think you're getting that generation of tradesperson that is willing to, not willing, that generation of tradesperson that is understanding. They want the technical clothing, then the traditional double knee work pant. That's what guys want. The purpose function workwear yeah they want the stretch they want the cordura they want it to be able to last and they want to be able to fit them well what exactly is cordura it's just a denim right basically it's a it's a fabric that that is strong that if you if something goes against it it won't cut like something cordura sharp fabric yeah basically. but it, is it part of the denim family yeah well, that's what i thought it was it's, yeah and it's a company on its own oh really they developed it yeah and then they just outsource it so to all a... these big guys get Cordura to go behind it. That's what it is. Are you still selling long underwear with the flaps on the back? I do. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those are those are great, man. My best one is uh, the one made in Italy. Which one's that? That's a two-piece. It's uh, made in Italy thermal. My parents selling it for the last 
forever, since probably 45 years. It's cheap. It's got a little bit of wool. You don't itch. You put it in the washer, dryer, it never shrinks. And this thing is amazing. It's 13 bucks for the top, 13 bucks for the bottom. Why is it too... Does it still have the flap on the back? They have a one-piece. Okay, they have a one I have piece. the Carhartt one-piece. Okay, with the flap on, on the back. Yeah. yeah, with the flap on the back. But this <laughs> Italian-made thermal... This is good. It's the cheapest, and it's the best. How are you selling for so cheap? We've been with them forever. Are you guys the only ones in town, I guess, that sell it? I don't know too many that do. That do. Okay. The big guys don't sell it. Like, there's no tagging on it. There's no brand. It's an Italian couple that... That's been bringing it in f- probably 50 years. Really? And it comes in red or it comes in... It comes in like a beige color. That's it, beige color. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> and it's made in Italy. Like my parents used to be on the Danforth, so the Italians would see this and they go crazy. Holy shit. Because we were at a heavy Italian area, right? And there were all Italians along that stretch. And they come, they go nuts for that. And they would recognize it and they oh, would just yeah. be like, okay, this is interesting. Any other kind of interesting garments like that? That freezer jacket, the black, plain, a quilted freezer jacket, it's 40 bucks, and I sell a shitload of them. For what temperature? How far can I go down? It's not rated. It's really, yeah. guys. Guys wear it like all year. And it guys. stays warm. You stay yeah. warm and you stay dry? It's cheap and good. So it's not like a particular brand that sells for a thousand dollars, whatever. No. That's got a map of Canada on it or something. No, it's not like that kind of crap. No. <laughs> Even the work boots used to be. Terra was the number one boot. Terra yeah, I remember Podium. that. The leader kind of. I yeah. I went through in the early days of construction. I went through a few pairs of those. I used to sell the Terra Century like gold. The Terra Replay it was amazing. Kodiak Pro Worker, those were all flying. Now things have changed. So guys are buying that BOA boot, the Grizzport. The Grizzport boot, yeah. Because yeah. I, I, people see the actual BOA, no laces, it's easy to take off. You go into people's homes. And that's wanna... made in Italy too. I love that. I, I, I joke with clients when I see them. I was going, I always wear fine Italian yeah. shoes. You know what I mean? Because they're be made, made in, Italy. in Italy. It's great. Well, what's the number one footwear that you guys are selling? Timberland. Timberlands. Yeah. Timberland Boondock is by far now the best boot. I had, way back when in the beginning, I had a, two pairs of Timberlands. Yeah. And they wore out the exact same way over and oh, over. Yeah. And I was just a little, a little disappointed in them because they didn't last. Maybe they last a year and a half. They have the best insole. And that's important. It's an anti-fatigue sole. You put your foot in there, oh, it's like heaven. Walk it doesn't have cloud. a memory, right? It won't keep or it does have a memory. No, I don't think it has a memory. But it's amazing. I tell tradespeople all the time, man, you got to be aware of your footwear. You got to be aware of the insoles. You got to be aware of everything. It's a good boot, but it's it doesn't have a good insole. No. The insole's crap. It wears out fast. I tell guys, buy a new insole. Buy a better insole. So just get a different one and pop it in there. Yeah. And then just change it up and the boot will last longer. Exactly. I mean, I've had the same Grisport boots for like three years now. And I haven't even worn out the thermal ones, the ones that go to minus 35. Mm-hmm. Those things are stinking hot in the wintertime. Like, it could be brutally cold outside, and my feet don't even feel a, a bit of it. That's what I love about it. But they still feel comfortable enough to walk around. They don't feel, like, heavy. My favorite boot is the Royer. Which one? 108620. Why the is that? The brown. Okay. I wore that on the subdivisions. That's my best-selling. That's my most comfortable boot. I used to sell a lot of them. Now Timberland's number one. 
I would say Royer, Grizzsport. Then you got Terra, Kodiak. All these guys are. Is the footwear a lot like the workwear? You're getting the same thing? Are the young kids, the, the younger guys and girls, are they buying those Timberlands? They're buying the Timberlands. And then the older are buying the Royers or they're buying the they're Terras? They're buying the Kodiak. Kodiaks. Kodiak is like, I've always pictured a Kodiak. It's always that classic, huge Chewbacca boot kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, that's true. It's a big, big boot, right? It's wide. Eh? Yeah. It's like a 4E. But it's huge. a hard boot to climb ladders. It's a hard boot to climb scaffolding. It's a hard boot for... They have a, a good style called Kodiak Blue. That's a winner. That one sells really well. It's nice and light, metal-free. That's another thing. Everything's metal-free nowadays. What is just composite now? Yeah. No steel. No steel, right? So the idea is that it's... Um, Makes the boot lighter. Yeah. Wintertime, you don't get as cold. Because you get, you're getting thermal bridging. Steel's well. going to make you freeze. Yeah, that's what it's going to do. The Grisport are the only ones with the boas. Everybody else is laces. Now Grisport is the only one. Yeah. Terra made it. Did they make it? They sucked. Royer made it. It didn't work? It bombed as well. So why aren't they making it happen? They they couldn't. It's an Italian know. thing? Maybe. I don't know what happened there. I was selling it, but maybe they were too heavy. They didn't have a Vibram bottom. So the Grizzport has a Vibram bottom. Yeah, because you got to... So what are the rules you have to make it uh, CSA approved or whatever? Mm-hmm. It's it's the bottom. You have to have the whole... The whole boot has it, right? Yeah. Has to have it. And then also the composite uh, toe. But Vibram is a company that puts their... Their, their name on on the product the brands yeah yeah to pay them for but it's a it's a layer of material that will prevent any punctures from anything sharp right anything with the vibram sole is what you want yeah it's punctured free mm-hmm. and then the toe i guess and they more, have a fire and ice sole too is that what it is yeah and vibram now, also has a fire and ice most steel toes are technically not steel toe anymore they're composites right is that correct 99% are composite composite so gone are the days of steel toes because those uh, days are over. Because I remember, yeah. You know, how many times you see a tradesperson walking around and the steel toes are completely exposed because it's been <laughs> worn out, right? And it's, it's that's almost, how they come in the store. I know it's proud of it. Like they're proud of that the steel toes actually exposed at that point. Like when it rains, I love it because they're coming here to buy a pair of boots because <laughs> it goes right inside, <laughs> man. It goes right by the steel, right into their toes. When it rains, I make sure I get up extra early. <laughs> what time you open? My Markham locations open at seven. And my Scarborough locations open at eight, so early, basically. Yeah, early. You have to be early, man, because you're kind of hoping that maybe some guys want to come out here in the in the first thing in the morning to get something if they need it, and then maybe they'll catch it in the evening if they're finishing up yeah, work early true. enough. Adele, what what workwear have you seen dramatically change since you got started in the business? Talking about pants or could be anything. What's the one garment well, that's like changed dramatically? In the last 40, 50 years. I think pants years. is a big deal. Pants has just dramatically changed, right? Big time. From the very first pairs of workwear to what they are yeah, today. Yeah, overalls, jackets, that stuff hasn't changed. No. Pants, big difference. I guess rain gear. Rain gear also has changed. Because I remember rain gear basically was just a, a waterproof material that was almost a poncho. A PVC. Yeah. Yeah. That would just go right over you. But if, if rain ever got we around We used to sell that, those rain suits for 10 bucks. Really? Three-piece shitty rain suit. Like the yellow ones? Yeah, the yeah. orange ones? Yeah, the yellow ones. Now I sell a jacket for 90 bucks. You know, a Carhartt with technical stuff in it for 130 It's a big difference. Guys want quality. They want 
they want function, they want technical, and they want to spend money for it. They do. Guys that are, I think it's the, the tradespeople that understand the game of working smarter, not harder. True. That's it. Just simple as that. True. Gloves. Do you have a whole glove section? I got the biggest glove section in the city. Like all types of gloves. You for everything. It, I got it. For weather conditions, waterproofing conditions. My best glove is still the dotted, the PVC dotted Dotted, gloves. grip. Yeah. That's it. Cheap. It works. You buy you buy a bag of how much for like a how much do you sell a bag for? Because of COVID, the prices went up like crazy. I'm selling them three dozen for twenty bucks. Three dozen, really? Eight dollars a dozen. Three dozen for twenty bucks. That's an amazing price. It used to be two for twelve. But back that's in the day. even with the freight increases. I don't make money in gloves. Wow. But that's my milk. I keep it at the back of the store. The guy comes, has to walk through everything, and he has to go pick up some gloves, and he comes back. Hopefully, he buys something that I make money on. He'll see something. Right. <laughs> or you, you get one of your employees to kind of slow him down, going, exactly. hey, did you find everything? Oh, why don't you look over there? That's the plan. Look over there. Because pretty much, I don't see any wall surface in your entire store. I only see clothing, workwear, anything, all kinds of items. True. That's what we try to do. I have a lot of coveralls, lots of gloves. Lots of work socks, lots of work wear. You name it, we got it. Okay, but what about the guys and the girls that, that come in and something's failed? I guess you guys got to be a little investigative at that point to figure out, okay, so what was the failure and why did it fail? So if it's a pair of work boots, say, it's a manufacturing defect, I'll stand behind it. Okay. If it's within 90 days. So Marks gives you 100 days. But I'm $40, $50 less than Mark's. But you're giving them 10 days less. Yeah. For it's just $40 easier less. To yeah. Say three months, right? Yeah. You have to really look at it because if there's a cut on the stitching, you have to tell if he did it himself or if he got caught on something or if it was, if it was genuine or not. Other times I get guys who cut the front of the toe where there's no stitching and they got caught on something. They'll say, oh, look what happened. I need a new pair of boots. I said, buddy, you did it yourself. <laughs> Not taking those back. But if it's work-related and they wore out and, and that yeah, makes we'll stand behind sense. it. What if the actual boots themselves don't feel comfortable to the individual? That's a problem because if they wore it, yeah, how do bring you, it back. You can't return it to vendor. The vendor's not going to give me the credit. There has to be something wrong with it. So them. when you come in here and you're trying something on, try Make something sure it on. Fits. It fits, right? Yeah, but yeah. It, I guess you're dealing with the COVID days and more and more people are doing online sales. You got to kind of find your go-to. That's true. And you got to stick to what you know. If it's that Timberland or that Kodiak or whatever, the Baffin, then just buy that same boot, same size, and just keep on going with that's it. That's it. And that's it. And then same thing with the workwear. I'm assuming with socks, it's the same thing with gloves. You got bags of socks. Tradespeople want different pairs work of socks. socks. Work socks, work right? Sock. What's a good work sock that you're carrying these days? Carhartt. Carhartt has good work socks? Even Snickers has a really S good one. Snickers has, and I was going to say, how thick are the Carhartt ones? Because what I like, I remember work socks being those really, really thick ones yeah. that you'd almost have to get a shoe size or a boot size one size up just to accommodate it. Those days are over. They're, those are So they're not that thick anymore? No. Now yeah. they've got a little bit of wool. They've got moisture wicking. they got good stuff. Now. I even noticed with the Snickers, they put the L and the R on their yeah, socks. I love that. And I'm like, 
<laughs> yeah, I sell that. That's the most expensive one. I think that one's thirty-five bucks for two pairs. I know, but it's two, worth it. It's worth it. And then they, uh, the only problem is that when you're doing laundry and you just find two L's, you don't find yeah. two R's or whatever, and you're like, I, wear it anyways. I still put it on. <laughs> yeah, so I, have to, I put it on two R's or I put two L's. It doesn't matter, man. Yeah, I don't care. My <laughs> wife's like. Oh, you need your socks to uh, tell you. You need to tell. You need to know what. Yeah. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> now, if they can start putting your name on them, that'd be great, man. I that would, would love that, but that's a different kind of sock. <laughs> that's true. I think you should. I think you should do that mobile thing again. I think you should get out there, and start pressing the flesh. I think it would do I really, really well. Get out there. You gotta get, but then again, like you're gonna do it, or you're gonna get somebody else to do it. No, uh, you're the, you're the face of the company. I gotta do it. You gotta do it. But I, I mean, like, how are you gonna do it when you've got to run the stores and you got to run this and you, you got to deal with the vendors? You got to deal with everything. And also, I'm uh, I'm a father. I got a two family. Girls. Then you got your own personal life. Before I I didn't have that. I would leave the house at four thirty in the morning. I make sure I'm at the subdivision before the guys came. I'd park right. Where the entrance was of the each subdivision every morning. They saw me. They knew what I was doing. And it was the best. And the site supers, they were totally receptive. Oh, yeah, no problem. They loved it, right? Yeah, no problem. They want me there. You should get the same air horn that the food truck has. <laughs> so when you come in, everyone knows it. Well, actually, it should be a slightly different air horn so they know that it's workwear, not food. I used to have uh, one of those ambulance lights on my Hyundai accent. <laughs> have gloves in the back, work boots on the side. Yeah. Holy shit. It worked really well, huh? <laughs> That's why you should do it again. Get it out there. But then again, what do you bring with you? Like you've got so much selection back that's in those days. That's the problem, right? Like what do you do? You There's bring too a, much. You can't. A, a few of one or do you do? But those guys still do the tools, right? Inner line. Yeah. Adam's tools. Yeah. Yeah. Concord Hardware, IHL. I think all those guys are on the subdivision. They do the same thing. Yeah, yeah I see them park sometimes. They just park there and they a little tour, come in, check it out, buy it, move out, and need a go big on. truck. That's what you're going to need to do. Yeah, it's the only way you can move all this. Eventually, product. eventually, I need the name to get out there some more. Wait, it's not recognized already? No, I'm sure it is. Oh, it is. You always need more. You need to get one in the West. 100%. Once you get one in the West, then I think you kind of cover the the whole GTA, the greater Toronto area for anybody mm -hmm. who's not from Toronto. And I think that then people will understand from that point. I don't want to do anything at this time. It's too dangerous <coughs> now. It's crazy. It's now. questionable. You don't know what's going to happen in 2022. Exactly. We have so, so much uncertainty going on. And then have any of the vendors given you any kind of light that... The freight and it's going to change. It's going to get better, or they just it probably be like this for another year. I say that turnaround, that five month turnaround, oh, yeah. that extra twenty grand turnaround. It's going to be like that for another yeah, year. Yeah, who's going to eat it up? The end user has to eat it up, right? You think they're going to milk it that far because they're just making more money? I mean, I was pissed about the lumber industry for the longest time. It hasn't been until like last month that we've seen the lumber drop down to relatively decent numbers. Like a sheet of plywood is down to about 60 bucks a sheet mm -hmm. now. It was over $107 at one point. They were making pure cake. It wasn't because they were behind. The freight companies are making cake. Yeah, so they're just charging because they know that you because need it. Because if it's $25,000 each container, why would they charge less? They're getting it. Instead of making five, they're making 25. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. But I don't understand how you keep the prices still low. 
So you're taking a bigger hit. See, I can't be the same prices as Mr. Safety, Work Authority, Marks. Otherwise, you're not going to come here. No. I got to be a little bit less. I got to be competitive. And I got to have a selection. If I don't have a selection, if I don't have good prices, why would you come? Okay, with your online sales, you're getting a lot of onset, like across Canada. Yeah. So you're getting guys from out as far back, like in BC and then out as east. Yeah. Really, as the Maritimes, and they're like seeing your website, and they see deals, and then they so put an order. So they're seeing in. my Instagram, they're seeing my Google ads, they're seeing me on Facebook, and they're going on the website. They're buying, but they're buying without trying anything on. So yeah. I guess they're just taking a chance, and then but you have a return policy. Yeah, we have a return policy. Yeah, so it's not a big deal at that point. No, it's a different style of business because yeah. they want a different size. You got to send them a label. You got to pay another twenty bucks to get it shipped back. Then you got to pay another twenty bucks to ship it out. You got to get the thing, customer that has to get into a rhythm of what they. That uh, one thing is sixty bucks in shipping. Yeah, that's oh, the annoying man, part. Shipping's a pain. Huh? Shipping is a bitch. So you should do the subdivision van or truck or whatever it is across Canada. But then you're going to need someone full-time driving around the whole time bringing stuff. That's what I'm stuff. thinking. Right? But how do you how do you pull that off? That's the trouble. Yeah. Cuz you got too much selection. You're getting different tradespeople inquiring about this and then inquiring everybody's about that. brand loyal, right? Yeah. Once I only find... wear black loyalty. I only wear Carhartt. I only wear Snickers. How much are you going to carry? Then that's the thing about it. Your number one brand in the store is still Carhartt. Still Carhartt. Still Carhartt from day one because it's brand loyal. Mm -hmm. You'll get a lot of those tradespeople that are just... And now it's like fashion too, right? Carhartt has? Oh, yeah. They've gotten in what? Like they got the wool sweaters. They've got all kinds of stuff. They have shirts now. They have shirts. They got hoodies. they They got everything. That toque is by far the best selling toque. Is it? In the industry. It's crazy. It's a twenty dollar Carhartt toque, and I can't keep them. Really, and you got more stock coming, or you don't know when it's coming. So I have booking orders with Carhartt every two weeks. I have an order coming. Holy cow! And I ordered a year, a year, a year in ago. advance. Yeah, yeah, a year in advance. Otherwise, I won't get goods. This has got to be nerve wracking, Adele. Honestly, it's like crazy it's, because it's you be don't insane. know what next year has to offer. Yeah. So how do you, how do you try to get ahead of this? You take a chance. Normally, you would get ahead of it by just like, here's the product, I'll come in, hopefully it sells, I get it out, and then I move on, get the next shipment. Now you're dealing with such hurdles, man. You know what? It's uh, You get used to it, and I can't have my stores empty because I won't make any money. My dad taught me something, actually, before he passed away. He gave me some good advice. He said, if you listen to your mom and keep business money in your pocket, you'll go bankrupt within one year. But if you keep buying like I always did, you'll never go bankrupt. And I was like, oh, shit, what the fuck is he saying? But (laughs) now I figured it out. You got to have goods in your store to sell. Then the people will come. Yeah, exactly. They'll buy it, and then you're you're prospering at that point. Yeah, 100%. So when COVID hit, I was buying more than ever because I knew what was going to happen. That's taking a big chance. That's a huge, like, chance. I stocked up the inventory like no tomorrow. Everybody else was pulling back. Everybody was still Everybody nervous. Everybody else was scared. Yeah, they were nervous, right? We didn't know what was going to happen. I just kept buying and buying and buying. So you were willing to sit and take that chance of having all this stock. This is the way this business is. If you don't have the stock, you're a loser now. Because if I ordered today from Timberland 
and I ordered six pairs of boots, I won't get a pair because they'll say they're out of stock. They're only shipping me my pre-booking orders that I placed a year ago. And that's because you put that order yeah, exactly. a year ago. A year ago. Which was well into COVID days. Yeah. Scary. Bloodstone had no stock for probably four months. Bloodstone work boots. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. They just, what, they just shut down production? No stock, and they weren't taking any back orders. Same with Carhartt. Carhartt hasn't had that BO1 pant with the double knee. Okay. Probably haven't had that for a year. Nothing's in stock. So how are you satisfying those customers? How are we, like... are Bringing they co- something else in. That's what it is? So the customers are trying something else yeah, from the same brand? Or mm-hmm. they try, yeah, they, same brand. So they're still staying loyal? They're still loyal. Guys are... Guys stick to what they know, right? Yeah. They don't change. I wore this pant for 10 years. This is what I like. This is what I wear. It wears well. I'm buying it. I like Snickers. Everyone knows that I like Snickers. I'll always wear Snickers. It'll be hard for me to try something else other than that because they satisfy everything that I'm looking for in my pants, right? They and are growing. They're, they're, I mean, I know more and more guys and girls are wearing them, but I don't know if I would want to try something else. The only thing I would probably want to try is that Italian pair of thermal underwear, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a pair. <laughs> well, you, I mean, you talk highly about them, so I want to. I want to try them out. See how warm. I, no, I, th- I have guys that come from all over the place just for Snickers. Really, from all over this area. All over, even Carhartt, because they can't find Carhartt at Marks, not like it used to be. Yeah, they can't find Tough Duck, so they come here just for that, and I stock them all. Right, but Snickers has been right now my best-selling pant by far. Wow. It's beaten the $28 Big Bill work pant or Dickie's basic work pant. So for an extra 100 and change, even more, yeah. the trades guys and girls are spending the money on that instead of the other pair of pants. 100%. And there's bad workwear, too. Have you heard of bad workwear? I've heard of them, yeah. So they're trying. They're coming in. I'm, I'm What's also a distributor. What's their price point? Their price point is around what? Uh, 89 okay. to 129. So they're up there too. They're up there too. They don't have the functionality, I'd say, like stickers does. But a lot of guys are wearing them. But they all—they don't have stock. They don't have stock either. No stock. So he said he's not getting his container until another month from now. That was in August, I think. He said it won't come in until November. You already put an order in? Yeah. Isn't that nuts? It's crazy, man. I'd be if I was in retail, I'd be like very, very nervous. Losing my shit. I don't sleep at night. Yeah, because you're wondering what the hell's going on. When's it coming? When's it not coming? You got customers probably reaching out to you all the time. Has it arrived? Has it arrived? You know, that's why I was asking earlier in the show. I was like, okay, by the time it lands, how how quick do you get it? I'm literally, those are the conversations I'm having when it was certain material. We had windows arrive on a job site and and I was being told they landed in Halifax. <laughs> on this date. Yeah. So I go, so when will they be in Toronto? And they would tell you. A month you, later. No, they would say like, honestly, about a week, week and a half later, it will arrive in Toronto. And then when are you going to pick it up from that time? And then another day or two, you pick it up. Then it gets on the job site. Yeah. So even from the time it lands, you still got to wait for that container to come here. It's nuts. <sighs> wow, man. You just keep pushing forward. Like your dad said, you, you gotta just got to keep putting the money back into the store. Customers will come. I keep feeding my business. I don't, I don't believe in having an empty store, as you can see. Yeah. It has to be full. I mean, this store is crazy full. It's funny how you walk around. It's tight. It's really, really tight. And Could you, be too tight. 
No, no, no. It's it's comfortable <laughs> tight, but the thing is that it's pretty sure if you're if you're a Carhartt guy, tough mm. guy, Snickers, Black Ladder, whatever, you're gonna find what you're looking for. Hundred percent. Right? It's not gonna be like, oh, you're out of stock of this, or you're out of stock of that. Don't you have that one? No. Even when I was walking around and I saw the Snickers display here, I found a rain jacket that I want. It was a new one that I haven't seen before, and I was like, okay, that's really cool, man. It's light. So that is a light jacket. And it's a rain jacket. So I'm, I love this. I love the golf shirt. They have a golf shirt too now. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, it keeps your temperature thirty seven point five. Yeah, yeah. They have that like that, their jackets. Yeah, that's what, and I like about that. All the staff has have this golf shirt. So I got every color. What else, man? What else you want to chat about? So we don't want to sell tools, but we sell the mason, the small tools. We sell the Ofa knives. I sell the pouches, the Coonies, the Dewalt, the CLC, and then all the 3M product. All the 3M safety stuff. So 3M was the same thing, eh? They don't. They didn't yeah, I have never understood that. I never understood how long and why it took so long to make respirators or make N95s. I never understood that. But and now that stupid dust mask. The 3M 8511. Yeah, the prices are crazy. Is it tripled, quadrupled? Yeah. I don't even stock it anymore. I only carry the half mask and the full face mask. That's oh, it. That's insane. You got the three locations. I mean, you can go online. Yeah, workandwear.ca. Yeah. So, I mean, once again, I'll tell everybody the, the address and information here. Uh, work and Wear, you got the uh, website is www.workandwear.ca. It's the letter N, not the word and. And then the email is admin at workandwear.ca. Facebook is Work and Wear. And then Instagram is Work and Wear at 1975. The phone number is 905-940-WORK. And work is translated to 9675. That's good. You know, I'm a fan of your store, you know, I mean, because I love the Snickers section. I appreciate section. it. So, and I always, I, I always like walking up and down the aisles here because I know I'm going to find something that I like. And I think everybody that should, if they have some time, come out here and check it out and, and then see. I'm not saying that if you're a Carhartt, Tough Duck, Black Ladder, whatever, and you're trying to something else, by all means, come here and buy what you want to buy. We don't care what you buy as no. long as you buy something. Exactly. That's all it is, man. Right. So, and you'll have the quality, like, you'll have the quantity. As long as they find what they want. Yeah. Right? yeah that's I'm sure they'll find what they want when they come here. You know what? I got another question to ask you. Hmm. Are tradespeople getting bigger? Are you carrying stocking bigger sizes more than you used to or not? So, yes. I, I am stocking bigger sizes. They are getting bigger. But also, the younger guy is also skinnier than... The younger guys of yesterday. <laughs> yes, 100%. Like now I'm selling 30 waist, right? Like there's guys who come for size 30. I think size I was in grade school waist. when exactly. I had 30 waist, man. <laughs> but then there's the 50, the guy with size 50 waist. Oof. Oof. And he needs a pair of pants. You're, you're stocking pants here at 50? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's a big, that's a big pair of pants. Even at 60, I carry. Up to size 60. Footwear? How big you get on the footwear? 16. You're getting 16s? Yeah. It's nuts. <sighs> wow. Are they more expensive just for being bigger? Sure. Still the same I price. I don't charge more. Okay. But workwear is more money. For after, bigger sizes. Yeah. After size 3X, it's another 5, 10%. Yeah, it makes sense, man. You know, there are some, there's some big boys out there, right? 
I just figure that, I mean, with COVID and also just with generations, people are not exercising as much. They're not eating as healthy as as, as they used to, that maybe they are getting bigger. They're not realizing. Maybe they have that mentality. I, uh, I see it every day. Guys come, oh, I'm a 36 waist. That's all I Try wear. it on, and all of a sudden, that's not a 36 <laughs> waist. 40. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. You got to be honest with yourself yeah. at that point. That's the way that it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, I got I got one last segment here, the 12 questions of construction. You ready for this, man? Go for it. What is your favorite construction word? Fuck off. <laughs> what is your least favorite construction word? Least favorite construction word. What you don't like to hear, man. It's too much. What turns you on in construction? A woman in overalls. <laughs> what turns you off in construction? A guy in overalls. <laughs> what is your favorite curse word? Fuck. What is your favorite vehicle? I like my ProMaster. You like your ProMaster? I love my ProMaster. That's a statement that's hardly ever heard on this podcast. <laughs> I know. That's why I said it. <laughs> what is your least favorite vehicle? The Savannah. That, you know, a lot of guys have you know, been raised. I had. That's, what, that's all we drove. Been conceived. <laughs> what construction sound or noise do you love? A machine sound. Anything. Any construction sound. I like the jackhammer sound. What construction sound or noise do you hate? A sander. That orbiter. (laughs) What profession, other than your own, would you like to attempt? A roofer. I'd like to be a roofer. Really, yeah? Yeah. It's a hard job. It's a hard trade. Seasonal too, right? Weather, rain, hot summer, cold winters. What profession would you not like to do? I would not like to be a plumber. They make huh? good coin. I know. They make really good coin. The last question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? You've arrived. Nice. Adele, thank you so much for inviting me Thanks back into having. the store, man. Everybody, check them out. Website. You can do website online orders uh, sure. at www.workandwear.ca. Email admit at workandwear.ca. Facebook, Work and Wear. Instagram, Work and Wear at 1975. Phone number, reach out to them, 905-940-WORK. And work is translated to 9675. How long from the time that someone puts an order and they get it, depending on, I guess, from across the country? They'll ship out uh, same day. Same day. And they'll get it when? Regular the parcel? Way, the way Canada Post is, maybe a week. A week. Five so that's days. not too bad. No, that's not bad. Put it on Monday, you might be able to get lucky Friday. and get it Friday. Yeah, for sure. Across Canada. Yeah. That's the way we roll. Okay, brother. So Thank that's you. it. Let's get out of here. I got to do a little bit of shopping. Thanks. I got to go look at some stuff and do a little shopping. Be my guess. You want a shopping cart? No, I'm going to need one. All right. Thanks, man. Thank you.